flesh walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will realize that there is something ahead. Something that lurks behind the dark veil. A veil that is beyond our own comprehension. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right, you've made it here. No, thanks for stopping by, guys. We got a really great show for you. We're going to be doing our contest winner for the Grave Plots, the Grave Plots uh, contest that we've been trying to do for like two months now. So we're determining whether or not we do a twenty-five or thirty-dollar gift card. We're I'm still kind of on the fence on that. Yeah, well, let me know, and, I'll, and if I gotta drop some more money, I yeah, will. Yeah, it's like 15 a piece. Right. Not a big deal. But anyway, we're gonna be doing the Grave Plot segment, you're gonna wanna stick around for that. Also, we're gonna be doing something a little bit different with our podcast for the next month and see how it works out. And we're gonna need your guys' help with this, okay? So what we're basically doing, I had a conversation on Reddit with another uh, horror podcast they're called the Horror Movie Night Podcast. They're really uh, pretty good, actually. I've listened to them, and I like their show quite a bit. They, they'll pick a movie, and then they'll discuss the entire thing. Uh, that's pretty much their thing. And I had a good conversation with him. He gave me a few pointers. I don't know which one it was, but he gave me a few pointers. He said, you know, he really liked the show and that it was a really good quality and all this unique, nice stuff. You know, I was like, thanks, man. Jesus Christ. But yeah, thank you for the help on that. So what we're going to do, guys, we're going to try this out for a test run of about a month. But what we're needing your help for is we're going to need you guys to help us spread the word. And all you have to do is on Mondays, we're going to put out our episode like we always do. Only we're chopping it into two parts. So we'll do... It's pretty much like the pre-game show, as they like to call it. Um, you Basically, we're going to do our intro, we'll do our horror shots, we'll do our news, and we'll jump into grave plots, and that'll be about an hour, hour and 20 minutes, somewhere in there. Then, after the pre-game show, because it's technically the pre-game show of The Ripper, because we're doing The Ripper this week. Right. What were we going to call it? I think Shadows of the Ripper. Shadows of the Ripper. So all movies that are revolving around Ripper. So technically what you're going to be doing is this Monday, you're going to listen to the episode. It's going to be everything up to the grave plots today. Then on Thursday morning, we're going to post part two of that whole meat and potatoes, the flesh and potatoes segment that we do every week. So we're just splitting it into two parts to try to spread it out a little bit so that you guys can listen to one part and then come back to us a week, you know, a couple of days later, three, four days, and then bam. And then the next week we do the same thing. So if you guys can, please make sure you share both of those so that we can kind of get the word out there. We don't want to lose listeners, obviously, but we want to continue to have, uh, you know, this grow and hopefully it will be a bigger thing for us. 
So, and we'll be posting both sections on YouTube and everything, too, so. But anyway, what have you been up to, Patrick? Oh, not much. I've been helping my dad move and uh, been unpacking for Vegas. I know, I'm sorry to bring that up again. <laughs> God <laughs> damn you in Vegas. Why don't you just fucking move there, Patrick? <laughs> you know. So you get sick of it and come back like everybody else. Right, probably. Uh, no, every once in a while is fine. I don't think I would like to live there either. I, you know, I don't think I'd like living out there because it seems like everywhere you go is as busy as fuck. Yeah. It doesn't matter what day of the week Yeah, it you is. can't get away from anything, really. Right. I just hate people anyway, so. <laughs> and you're going to a whole large group of them. Right. For your vacation. It's okay if I'm lubricated, you know what Man, I mean? Man, I wish I could go to Vegas every uh, month. Right. I know, it's been pretty much every month. We can't afford that shit. It hasn't been every month? It. Yeah. Pretty much. You've gone three times. Yep. This year you, alone, yeah. Right. Yeah. Three times this year. Wee. <laughs> uh, I haven't really been doing too much. I've been watching a lot of different movies. Um, and I've been kind of trying to help support the Conduit campaign for the Kickstarter campaign. And it looks like it got off the ground. So I've been trying to help spread the word about that. And uh, I do want to give a big thanks out to all the podcasts that did help out. I know like Exploding Heads, Vincent Price's Laugh, Laughing Horror, the Buzzkill Buzz Podcast, and a few others helped contribute. And please forgive me if I forget because I'm not looking at my phone right now. But off the top of my head, I know that those four actually did help out. So thank you guys for helping spread the word about that. I thought that was really cool of you. Kind of feels nice that we all kind of came together in our own little worlds. Like all of our worlds came <laughs> together and aligned. Worlds collided. Yeah, but well, we're like a solar system of power. <laughs> Just all these different planets. We're like Pluto. Actually, it's probably Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what? Going back to the planetary... Thing. We're probably like, you know, Europa. We're just like a little oh. moon. You know what I was just thinking about? Like what I did do this week? One of the pest guys came over and he came over and we started talking about like hardcore music, metal, punk, uh, synth wave, like all these different styles of fucking music. And then we started getting into movies. Did you talk about Naked Lunch? Like he brought back all these memories for um, all those bands that I haven't listened to in like forever. And I was just like, so I instantly like ran and checked him out. Like there's this man called uh, The Darkest Hour, or it's just called Darkest Hour. And they're really good. It's like a mix of like thrash, metal, and hardcore all mixed into one. Hmm. But yeah, I went back and listened to some of their old albums and shit. So it was kind of cool. But it was like, literally, he was like, oh, you're my last stop, man. I was like, well, fuck, I'm sorry if I'm keeping you late. He's like, oh, no, man. Then we started talking about UFOs. He was telling me how he's into all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And he was like, I saw the Phoenix Forgotten. He said it was horrible. And I was like, yeah, I was kind of wondering about that. I've heard a lot of bad things. Was um, that the one with uh, Wrigley Scott behind it? Or yeah. Or he was one of the executive producers? Yeah, he was one of six produ or 16 producers. Yes. Right. <laughs> wow. I didn't think it was going to be bad. Damn, now I... I feel a little crushed. No, it's not a Ridley Scott movie. That's why. He, no, well, he's I, not I, an executive producer. Well, I know that. But he just literally saying, just went, okay, yeah, you can have some of my money. Right. That's all he did. Well, I understand that, but just the idea in itself, like, I was kind of amped for it. Right. I don't know. We were also talking about the Phoenix Tapes 97, and we were saying how it wasn't such a bad Phoenix Lights movie, and we were also talking about how all these other movies try to, imp like, pretend to, to know what they're talking about. Right. And there's all these little things that, like, get caught up. Like, 
bears in Phoenix for some reason or whatever it is. So we were just talking about it. I just thought it was really cool. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with it, but I just wasn't expecting it. I was like, great, the pest guy's going to be here. <laughs> I've got shit to do. And then we started like hanging out and having fun. I was like ready to pop a beer with him or smoke a bowl. No, I'm kidding. Mm. <laughs> That's what it seemed like, though. You right, know what I mean? like he's just a friend. He was a musician, too. So oh, nice. It was, like, really cool. Anyway, but that's my fun life. Oh, dude, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. So the mailman stopped by today. <laughs> <laughs> that's my life. <laughs> I went to record store day this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the Blade Runner soundtrack. Oh, yeah, okay. And that's the only one that I'm really fucking just proud of. I got some other stuff, too, but I'm not even mentioning it, but the Blade Runner soundtrack, dude. Yeah, funny thing you mentioned the record day. My buddy came into town from New York, and him and his lady Delaney came, and we hung out. Uh, he's a, he's in a band called FGFC820. If you guys are into, like, political, uh, sort of industrial-driven electronic music, uh, really good stuff. They, I was really inspired by a lot of the stuff that they did. So it was cool to like see Rick again or Rex, I should say <laughs> he goes by Rex, but, um, but yeah, it was, he came, we went and had like some authentic Mexican food, uh, went to the record store at Zia and he literally went through like every single dollar record. Oh yeah. And he found like four or five different things. Oh, so really? he was like, you know, this whole row here that I'm going to go through, I was like a whole row. <laughs> him and his lady Delaney were like we're, la- we're like laughing and stuff we just... yeah I think that bro was that was all 50 cents on record store day the oh the dollar ones uh huh oh okay wow I should have went through them but like dude the line was fucking atrendous I was just like let's get in the line let's get the fuck out of here right yeah <laughs> well I think it might be about that time I think you're right old bean horror shots Now, you might be wondering why we didn't yell at, like, fucking Wayne's World. Uh, it's because we're time. gentlemen. Yeah, we're, we're very gentlemanly uh, for this one because of one of the movies we're, we're watching uh, for this week, which is we're watching all movies dedicated to Ripper, the Ripper. So oh, Jackie boy. We're going to be calling this in the shadows of the Ripper. So we figured, why not pick a drink that was in one of the movies. So one of the drinks is Absinthe. Yeah. Uh, it's in From Hell, where you have... Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp playing a, like a, an inspector, and he pours laudanum, which is essentially like... Opium. Opium, yeah, yeah. on top of his Absinthe. So we went out, we found uh, illegal drugs, <laughs> and we're going to put... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't find any. Yeah, we were going to try it, but we figured Chasing the Dragon might be a little, a yeah. little too uh, much. Yeah. Well, chasing the dragons technically when you smoke weed and opium. Oh, is that what it is? I believe so, yeah. Huh. Opium or heroin. Well, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, I, we can go get some heroin right now. All right. Let's anyway, <laughs> so we got some shots, uh, well, some absinthe set up here. We literally have forks over top of skull glasses with a sugar cube over top. Do you want to do the honors, Patrick? Yeah, I'll pour it up. So Patrick is carefully dabbling some of the absinthe over top do it slow to let the and let it sit for a little bit and let it dissolve now we were going to light it but we found out that this absinthe is only 60 proof so we're not sure why that is i always thought absinthe you could light on fire but maybe people pour something else on top of it because every time they do it at the bar they always like light it up put a little sugar in there Mm. It did break apart. It's just it not, did. Didn't it didn't it? break apart like really well, like you would if you were to burn it. 
You know what? Did we try that? Hold on, I'm gonna try it real quick. No, 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 no! Don't do that. Why, Patrick? You do it on the cube because that's fucking hell no, and I don't want to break the glass. Patrick's like getting ready to like set himself on fire. You know, he's trying to light the fucking shot while holding it. I'm like, dude, I can just see him going, "Oh my god, fire!" and And then dropping it it on you, and then you roll around and the knock my shelf down. All my movies are on fire. You're a fucking rolling fucking human torch. All right, all right. Cheers. Well, cheers. Not hard. This dainty, the daintiest of touches. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Mm. Was that as spicy as last time? Jesus Christ. That was pretty spicy. Ooh. It's really delicious, guys. (laughs) So good. It's so good. So good. Nah, but we figured we'd be like Johnny Depp, you know, laying back, taking some fucking absinthe and having some visions and shit, you know. <laughs> fucking, we, we detectives now, you know what I mean? We're ready to crack the case of the podcast, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for horse shots. Okay, hello, Patrick, there's, there's a guy with a knife behind you. Oh my God, it's the fucking news! Here is the fucking news! If you uh, are wondering about news, you've come to the right place. Just want to let you know. (laughs) So sit down, spread your legs, and let's get ready for the news! No. Uh, okay, so check it out, guys. Some kind of bad news for those Predator fans out there. Uh, it has been announced that the Predator has been moved from its release date of February 9th, 2018 to August 3rd, 2018. So we got a, we got a little bit of time. A little bit of time. February seems so much closer. We can run through all the Alien movies and then all the Predator movies. And then we got new predator or new aliens coming out May nineteenth. I mean, it's it's whatever. Maybe they got scared and were like, "Oh, people are thinking it's a comedy. We got to rewrite it." I hope not. We got to redo the whole movie. It's like I don't know. You know, shit happens though. I mean, I, who am I? You know. Maybe some with the actors. Maybe someone had some personal shit come up and they had to go take care of it. Who knows? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm I'm. It's a little it's a little shitty news, but whatever. You know. Yeah. We're getting a new Predator movie. It's up in the air whether it's going to be great or not. But Fred Decker is uh, attached to it. Shane Black is attached to it. Good combination there. I'm pretty hopeful. Yeah. Also, did you know that there's only Blockbuster? One place that you can still find. <laughs> and I think it's in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, you get a, it's like up in Makes the... Makes sense. No, it's like at the top of a snowdrift. And like you have to climb up there with your snowshoes. No shit. Yeah, just because they're like, fuck it, if they really want to come. They'll come. No. (laughs) (laughs) If you built it, they will come. Oh, no, no, no. He will come. Oh, is it he? I thought it was they. Is that one of those, another one of those things where people argue about? Yeah, it's one of those Mandela effects. Ah. Which, by the way, uh, just off the topic, I watched a a kid who's like a boy genius. His name is Max Lawhen. Lawhen? He like breaks down reality and parallel universes and explains why Mandela effect is what it is. Really? Yeah. And it's really interesting to see a kid who is obviously much smarter than I am. Right. 
describe this. And he's talking in layman's terms, you know, so that people like you and me be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Right. But it's really interesting. And I'll, I'll link you guys to it below. It's at least interesting to see this kid's theory. And he calls it a theory. He doesn't say this fact. He's like, it's a theory because there's no way that I can completely describe infinite possibilities right. of infinite possibilities. He's like, the fact of whether or not I decided to shoot this video is another alternate. Right. Of an alternate, of an alternate, of an alternate, an infinite number of alternates. And he said that CERN, the Hydron Collider, Super Hydron Collider, is the reason for the problem. And the reason, and he's not, these people are not religious too. So this was also refreshing, yeah. in my opinion. Everybody who seems to do CERN videos seems to be uh, affiliated with the church in some way. And he brings that part up. But he, he also explains it in science terms, too, because he's a theoretical physicist. This kid is. Oh, wow. But he said that they literally changed the weight of a single atom or a tiny, the, the one of the particles that float around the atom. They changed the weight of it. And because of that, the closest parallel universe was actually right next to us, shifted into ours. And that's why there is some people that remember and some people that don't. Hmm. And he says he's not sure if the people that were in the other world disappeared or we did, and some of us just never existed. Wow. So it was really interesting. I don't know. I just had to bring that up because I totally spaced on it, but I thought it was really interesting. That is pretty co fucking cool, though. But back to the shitty blockbuster video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot all about it. Yeah. Just like so most did everybody people. else. Yeah. It's in Anchorage, Alaska off D-Bar Road. So it is the last frontier for blockbuster video, literally. <laughs> Quite the literally. Last frontier. Yeah. <laughs> but it says here, the movie rental chain closed nearly all of its stores in 2013 after going bankrupt. But nine of the 12 stores left standing in the U.S. are, st are staying alive and well in Alaska. Oh, so there's nine. Nine. But I just thought that was really interesting. Like, I thought, it says here, I, I, this guy's quoted from uh, CBS News, and he says, I can't tell you how many business cards I've given out to people because they literally do not believe me that I'm from Blockbuster Store. <laughs> Manager Kevin Daymood, uh, who's worked for Blockbuster Anchorage Outposts for 26 years, told CBS. It's crazy. Why it's Anchorage, crazy. Alaska? Like... Is it just like some guy that like bought onto the Blockbuster video chain and was like, no, fuck them. We're going to make our own videos. It's like Be Kind Rewind, like the show, like the movie. Right. Where they start making their own movies and they become cult hits. Right. <laughs> it's not really Blockbusters, I guess. Uh, I just thought it was kind of interesting. Well, I think it in. makes kind of sense in Alaska because you don't always got good internet connection, right? <laughs> oh, God. You got to go watch something, right? So <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan went to the Twitter feed and just announced when the new Glass movie is coming out. There's going to be a new movie called Glass. Not, is this in any relationship to Mr. Glass? Of course. Oh, dude, I was just talking about this the other day. Yeah, and I don't want to ruin anything for you because you still haven't seen his other movie, but they're tied in together somehow. Which other movie? Not going to tell you. Anyway, so he went to Twitter and he said, Universal Pictures will release Glass on January 18th, 2019, all over the world. How's that for not keeping a secret? <laughs> that was kind of, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting. It, it, it impacts uh, a lot of us who have seen his most recent movie more uh, because it's tied together. Really? Yeah. R spoiler alert. Sorry. Also in the news, some sad news here. Jonathan Demme, who was the Oscar award-winning director of The Silence of the Lambs, died at the age of 73. 
Let's lift our beers for him. Uh, but it says here, from Rachel getting married to Philadelphia and more, Dem left his mark on an industry with most of the varied directing careers imaginable. Career, His career ranged from David Byrne documentary Stop Making Sense to the Oscar award winning The Silence of the Lambs. And Philadelphia. He died this morning in New York. He was 73. The cause was esophageal cancer and complications from heart disease, according to the source, close to the family. He was originally treated for the disease in 2010, but suffered from the reoccurrence in 2015. And his condition deteriorated in recent weeks. But to Jonathan Dem, we drink in your honor, sir. Thank you for bringing us such wonderful films. Also, it has been announced... If you guys are fans of video games, especially ones from Sega CD, there was a couple of games that came out that were pretty much like movies that you had to move your joystick in a certain direction and it would cause a certain event to happen. And if you died, it, you died. And like it, Knight's it, Quest or whatever. Pretty right? much. Well, yeah. there was there was like two that I remember and I can't think of the other one's name, but this one, it came out 25 years ago. It was called Night Trap. Hmm. Do you remember this game? No. It was like a cheesy 90s movie or 80s movie, kind of like a TV show in a way. Okay. Where these guys with like literal trash bags would chase people at a party in a house and they would trap them into these traps. There was like all these different traps in the house that you could either hit to like trap the monster or sometimes it would drop the human into it. But your goal was basically you were sitting behind a camera in a, in a, in a room in the house watching all these feeds to protect these people. Huh. And you had to activate buttons to catch these guys from killing the fucking party. So it was really interesting. It was a very difficult game to beat. There is a 25th anniversary. They've redone the video. So originally on the Sega CD, it looked like really grainy, shitty quality because it was the lowest quality they could get to fit on one of those Sega CD games, right? Right. So they put it on there. It was kind of like VCD, I guess. Okay. Like they used to have VCD films back in the day, especially they were big in like Asia and stuff, different places. Uh, but yeah, they they buffered it up. They made it look really nice. They got some a hold of the the original film and everything, and they're redoing it and they're putting it out on PS4, and two different versions, so you can get two different slip covers. But if you guys want to check it out, it's really simple. You just go to the link below or screamingvillains.com. Any of you fans out there that know what it is, make sure you shout out in the comments. I would love to hear your thoughts. But that's it for the news. Now it's time for us to take a trip Down into to the old grave. Yeah, to contest lane for grave motherfucking plots. Uh, if you're not sure what this is about, well, stay tuned after the ditty. You're gonna find out whether you like it or not. <laughs> What we're going to do now is we're going to do our Grave Plot segment. If you're new to this segment, well, buckle the fuck up because you're going to go for a ride. What we do every week, pretty much every week, we basically come up with a movie title. We put that name in a cup. We try to make it off the top of our head so we're not like thinking too much about what the premise of the story might be. Then we draw the name out of a cup. We trade off each week. If 
one of us came up with the idea and pulled it out of the hat or the cup, then we stay quiet while the other person or other people, depending if we have more people on, will divulge their own premise of what the story sounds like and where it's headed. Then we all come up with like the characters, the, the kills, the death scenes, like the premise, everything. We even come up with a tagline and make a fake movie cover for the movie, like a movie poster or VHS, faux VHS cover. Now, inside this cup, we usually have shots, like take a shot. So whoever pulls it has to take a shot just to mix it up and make it fun. Kind of like a drinking game, I guess. This time, what we've decided to do for the contest, we went ahead and bought one of these. Is that what a hippo says? I guess. Yeah, it sounds like a fucking big-ass pig. Kind of looks like one, I guess. Uh, but anyway, we bought like a C and say. It's like a Fisher-Price toy. And we glued numbers to the cover. If you guys have already seen the video, we posted it on our Facebook, so you can check that out. But basically, we posted numbers on here. We had 10 contestants enter. And we put the numbers on here, so when we spin it, wherever it lands... I have a list of names, all the different people that did it, where they posted it on, like which one of our social media sites they posted it on. And we'll be hitting you up with your gift card to let you know that you won and how you want it delivered, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So without further ado. Wait, who gets this? You get to spin the dongle? Yeah, but I think we might mix it up to do something fun here. If it lands on an odd number, then we both have to drink. Okay. A chug. All right, let's do it. We could drink that Goldschlager and that fucking... It's been sitting there a while. I don't eh, mind. I mean... It's fucking liquor, dude. Like, So if it lands on an odd number, we do it. But then we find out. So let's see if it lands on an odd number. And the winner will be for the $20, $30 gift card. Spin that wheel. Who's the lucky one? Fine, the parrot. Oh, motherfucker. It went like on a line. It didn't even... Oh. Okay, let me try it again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Start on the start on the on the bear. On the music. On the bear. I want to do it on the music. The the, but the bear's the best. Here we go. You ready? Look, there's a monkey. Look, there's a monkey. Hey, well, here we go. Look, there's a monkey. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, so it landed on a lion, which happens to be the number one. Which is even. No, what? It's not. It's one. Are you fucking being serious right now, Patrick? It's one. Okay, so what is two then? Is that an even number or are they both even? Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but anyway, so we got to take a slam off the, the I want the, I want the gold slugger. I'm not chugging this whole thing. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. I slam the whole thing. Well, you don't have to drive, so. You got like three hours. How long is it going to take you? That doesn't taste right. Okay, so the winner is, and this comes from Horror Amino. If you guys don't already follow the app or have downloaded it on your phones, you can get it on Android or Apple or iOS, basically. Uh, but this one is Steriaka. S-T-E-R-I-A-C-A. Steriaka. Steriaka. Yeah. Steriaka. Anyway, Steriaka posted and said that they wanted us to do the chop around the corner. The chop around the corner, huh? Yeah, the chop. Like, hi -ya! 
Or fucking, you know, meat cleaver is probably what I'm thinking. <laughs> right. So, okay, guys. So we're going to come up with the whole fucking plot and everything. Sterica, congratulations. Hold on. Let me ring it in. Congratulations, Sterica. You got a $30 <laughs> gift card. You better be a fan now. Make sure you share it with your friends and tell them how awesome you are that you're able to pick whatever the fuck you want on Amazon for yourself. All right. So the chop around the corner. What is this going to be about, Patrick? Oh, and, and Sterica, we'll be hitting you up in uh, on private message uh, Monday morning. So chop around the block. We're going to do a slasher, obviously, correct? I don't know. Like, what do you think? Well, that's automatically where my mind goes, is slasher. Okay. So a butcher shop kind of thing, or what? That's where I, I start playing with it. Like, maybe we should go something a little bit out of the ordinary. Okay. The chop around the corner. The corner. The chop around the corner. Maybe we should just do the traditional, like, butcher shop. Right, but we could twist it. Maybe Maybe somebody kills the butcher. And becomes a butcher. Maybe it was like the butcher's apprentice or something like that. Yeah, he kills the butcher and serves up the butcher's food. Right. Like, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? At first you think it's like, maybe we can make the, the butcher shop guy, the owner, be like this greasy fucking asshole that treats everyone like shit but has the best meat in town. Right. So the apprentice gets picked on by him. And finally kills him. Maybe we'll do like a whole Lucio Fulci kind of thing where, because he's really good at fucking playing with you and kind of like, who is it? Some, well, in that movie we watched, yeah, but I he think. He did it, a really good job though. I think in the beginning of the movie we should have this owner and we'll call him, what do we want to call him? Bert? Bert or something. Yes, yeah, it has to be like a real country. Bartholomew? Birth. <laughs> Bartholomew Sandbox. Well, no, maybe people know. call him Bert. Like, no, I like that now. So people call him Bert, and maybe some, like, one asshole calls yeah. him Bert. Berth- and the apprentice. Whoa. Uh, how do you say it? <laughs> Bartholomew. Yeah. Sorry. So, like, hmm. He's like, hey, Bert. Hey, Bert. It's like, hey, Bert, what you want me to do, Bert? We could totally make him sound like that, too. Hey, Bert. Uh, okay, so, so the apprentice, okay, so the beginning of the movie, I would like to see, like, people are buying this meat, and they're like, maybe they're just, maybe it's just a family eating this meat, and they're like, damn, oh, this is some of the best steak I've ever had, honey, don't thank me, thank Bert's shop down in the corner, you know what I mean, and everybody's, like, really enjoying their food, and all these different houses. And right there, maybe you see, like, a, a commercial. Yeah, or, like, maybe there's, like, a local fast food, like, um, hamburger joint. Just like a local mom and pop. That buys meat that from That buys Burt's. meat from Burt's. Right. And it's like, it proudly displays it on the fucking menu because it's so popular. You know what I mean? Right. Burt's, Burt's meat, you know? And this is obviously going to be like a small town right. setting. Totally. I think so. I don't know where yet. Doesn't I don't know if it really matters. It doesn't matter. So who's the apprentice? The apprentice will be, uh, we call him... Bert Tholomew. I don't even think that's a real name, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Uh, What about Clarence? Clarence? Okay, sure. Let's do it. I'm not going to argue with these on these things. All right, so Clarence and Bert. Okay. So Clarence is like the new guy. He's like the apprentice. He wants to move up. Maybe he's been, actually, maybe he's not a new guy. Maybe he's been working for Bert for like two years. And Clarence is kind of like a pushover, but he knows the business really well. Right. 
he all all the customers technically come to the shop because of the apprentice, not because of Bert. Bert right. has the best meat, but Clarence has the best customer service. There we go. You know what I mean? He makes it personal. He's like, "Oh, hey, Mrs. B, got your liver right here. I know you love your liver. This is a fresh cut from a lamb. You're gonna love this one, Mrs. B." And she's like, oh, you're so nice to me, Clarence. You're so nice. And she starts wetting herself right there in the store. Mm. <laughs> you see, like, the mop boy come out. The caution sign hit yeah, the floor. She, she slips and falls, breaks her leg. <laughs> uh, I'm probably too, going too far. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she's like, oh, Clarence, you're so good to me. And he's like, anything for the best customer in the world, Mrs. B. You know, and then Bert's in the background chopping up meat, right? And he's like, "Are you working out there, you fucking asshole?" And and then Mrs. B's like, "Oh my goodness," you know, like, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> oh my star." Or maybe she can't hear because her hearing aid is like ringing or some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, right, right. <laughs> she fills her diaper. Whatever. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be old soon, and these jokes are not going to ha- land as well for me as they will for everyone else. <laughs> um, okay, so so Clarence obviously sees how this Burt guy treats other customers, because everybody knows it's the best meat in town. Right. Like, you could go, like, another county or another state, and it's not, a good as beat, or not as good, but you don't realize. Maybe, maybe Burt has been secretly cutting up people. Like vagrants. Maybe it's not Bert, though. No, no, no. Well, hear me out. I mean, we can go to yours. I don't mind. I'm no, just no, saying, no. I want to hear where you're going. Like, Let me hear it. What if Bert is actually a murderer? Okay. And he's cutting up vagrants. And somehow Clarence catches on. Because Clarence works the front. He doesn't chop the meat. Right. So somehow Clarence catches on that he's a murderer. and he So he apprentices maybe for being a butcher in his off time. But he won't give it to him because Bert doesn't trust him. Right. Because he's too nice. And then, like, because vagrants are, like, always sw- swilling, uh, you know, like, they got booze. So it's almost like marinating their flesh. And <laughs> making it all soft right. and tender. Like, you know how you pour a beer and some pepper and salt and shit on a steak or something like that? Ooh, damn, don't start. You know what I mean? So, like, maybe, maybe like, he thinks that's where the best meat is, is he gets these vagrants. And there's no, like, homeless population anymore, suddenly. So it's, like, kind of like, it's like a uh, human veal. Right. They don't move around a lot. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, Clarence at some point handed somebody, like, made somebody a hamburger, a vagrant, and it's, like, their buddy? <laughs> like a vagrant that, like, like right. maybe, like, volunteers to clean yeah. up around the shop like and Pixie, do sweeping? Like, Pixie was this fit homeless person, sort of, that was muscular. Okay. And she was kind of, like, you know, she was just, like, very butch, you okay. know what I mean? And, like... That was a good meat choice, right? She drinks all the time, but she works out because she's a fucking workout. I work workout out. vagrant, workout <laughs> vagrant, disco music. Anyway, wiggle. Anyway, so like, anyway, what I was getting at is that, so he he kills vagrants secretly and won't let Clarence in on the fucking butcher shop. He's worked for him for years, and he wants to learn the secret of Bert's meat and how he makes it taste so good. And so Bert is killing people. Clarence somehow finds out and then kills Bert over it because he's a bad person. Well, maybe, like, this is a small detail, but I'm thinking maybe he has the best, like, 
chuck or something in town, like the best ground beef you can find. And whatever, sure. Well, I'm trying to sell off like it being like half maybe cow, half human kind of thing. Well, maybe like half cow, half vagrant. Right. It is. He just grinds them all together. (laughs) (laughs) It's like whatever. Well, so so maybe okay. So Clarence finds out about it. He kills Bert somewhere in the beginning. So like this shit's happening. And the story isn't about necessarily about Bert. Right. But more about Clarence. But you don't figure that out until Clarence steps up. So kind of Clarence is in the shadows. You just see him getting picked on. And then suddenly the story switches. So it's like Clarence meets him out like on a kill. And then kills him instead. And chops up the vagrant and him. And somehow he's like, he feels vindicated for being able to stop this murderer, right? Who's selling this beef. But because he's such a homely kind of guy, he really likes the attention. Hmm. So he starts selling the beef. He starts selling the human vagrant and whatever. And he gets kind of like addicted to being popular for a minute. Because now he's in charge of the shop. He makes up whatever reason that there is. And now he, it's like... Instead of stopping the murderer, now he doesn't know what to do because he has to, like, he wants to continue to feel this way. Okay, I don't mean to be nitpicky or anything like that, but real quick, you can say you like it or you don't, but so let's just say uh, he sees Bert actually trying to kill somebody, like a vagrant, to make this meat that he makes, this ground chuck or whatever it is that everybody just loves. Right. And he stops Bert and kills him, and it takes over the butcher shop, but everybody... Like it starts complaining about the quality of the meat now because it's not the same, so he kind of figures out that he has to put him. Okay, meat. I like that. I like where you're going with this, but I think he shouldn't stop Bert. I think he stalks him, finds out that he kills a vagrant, doesn't know what to do, follows him back to the shop for the late night butchery. Right. Then kills Bert at the butcher shop. Oh, okay. And then maybe an officer who's about to go off duty stops in at night like he normally does to get the freshest meat because Bert always chops up the meat at night. Right. And Bert kept him off by giving that guy free meat. Oh. See what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so then um, he kills Bert and they're like, hey, where's Bert? What are you doing here, Clarence? Like he's on, he went to go see his, his daughter in he fucking a, Cincinnati yeah, or Yeah, like what would be the excuse? Like, like we, he's going to see like a family that's sick somewhere in another part of the state. Okay. Yeah, he went to go see his daughter and then the cop's like, well, that's funny. I thought he was like, he didn't have any family. Right. Because we used to have a conversation. I swear he never mentioned it. Oh, uh, he had a daughter that he just found out about and... You know, it's like really awkward. So he's like fumbling around right. trying to figure out so the story. So like the cop is kind of on to it a little bit. Right. And that'll come into play later somehow. Right. Because that's kind of a typical trope in a way, right? Oh, yeah. Plus it play it, it really does do a good job of that tension. Right. Because in a way it's like you're rooting for him because he killed the bad guy. But then he gets obsessed... Because people are complaining about how the meat's not good enough. Well, he gets yeah, he likes how people are treating him. He's selling the the new the the vagrant first, and then he starts chopping up Bert, and, right, and doing his meat. And maybe that could be the transition to where he figures out, well, no, I got to put the human meat in with the right. real meat to sell it. Now here's where I think we need to put in some work on the story. Okay. Okay. So somewhere between people don't like the meat because it's not 
alcohol-based. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fermented. Vagrants, I guess, uh, to put it nicely. So somehow, maybe he starts having a pen of, pe- a pen of people. First, it's like people that he doesn't like that treat other people badly. Okay. So he starts killing them off or maybe keeping them in the in like the freezer or something like, like that. Like on meat hooks. Yeah. I, like, I would love to just see them people just still alive and still on meat and hooks. And he just like throws like a bag of like bottles of alcohol. Stay warm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And like so they're like drinking this stuff to try to stay alive, but it's like perfect timing because it's making the meat even better than Bert's because it's so fresh. Right. That they're frozen to death with the alcohol still in them. Like it's another whole kind of like uh, process, like another kind of distilling, I guess, or right. whatever. And he's like thinking to himself, he's like, you know, I used to eat Burt's meat all the time. So he starts tasting the meat, you know, to try to try it out. You know what I mean? But I like the fact that he has like a pen of like different degrees of frozen people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he keeps it cold enough so that the meat stays fresh, but not cold enough to kill him off right away so that they try to stay warm. Right. But yeah, I like that. What else? What do you think? Well, I'm thinking, well, should we start going to kills or should we start developing more of the story? Well, we've kind of already gotten a couple of kills, but like, okay, so let's go back to the very beginning and we see that Bert's an asshole to people. Okay. Okay. Do we divulge the fact that he's actually murdering people? Or do we play on that for the viewer so that the viewer just thinks he's an asshole right? until the big reveal when Clarence sees him in the shadows killing people? Right. Which no. sort of makes sense to the viewer in a way because, oh, that's why the meat is so good. Yeah, right? I, think, I think it should be like that for sure. Okay. So this is almost kind of like Blood Diner, but not as like whacked out. <laughs> right. I think also uh, Tales from the Crypt kind of did the same fucking thing. Probably. Too. Are they kind of those? Those things tend to borrow from other movies, though. right? Okay, we, we digress. So, okay, so he sees Bert kill a vagrant, and maybe it's somebody that. Oh, it's the guy that he handed the meat hamburger to. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is eating his own friend. <laughs> or no, no, no. Maybe that's like yes. Yeah, so should we let Bert kill somebody? You know what I I like that you you brought up it being like a vagrant's friend, right? right? So we have to incorporate that somehow. And maybe he does like a special, okay. you know what I mean? And he names it after his friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because he's been missing. Like the for guy's a... name's Fred, and they call it a Ferdina Burger. Right. Yeah, Ferdina Chuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like. Yeah. So he doesn't put two and two together, but right. suddenly Fred's missing. It's like, in, in honor of your friend, you know, I like to dedicate this burger There to we him. go. That's what it is. Maybe he's like, why is it called Ferdina Burger? He's like, that's just what I, I come up with names, you know? Yeah. And then he's like, "Where? hey, by the way, where the fuck is Fred at some point? You know, not completely right next to each other. As he's eating the burger, maybe, Right, too. so he's like, hey, man, I just made you a burger out back, Mark. Right. Here you go, Mark. He's like, man, Fred's gone. I don't know where Fred is. He's always here in the morning because you always feed us. There's no way that Fred, you, Mar- you know, Fred would miss this, man. He's like, well, you take Mar- you take Marks and give that to him, you know? So his friend's like, oh, thanks, man. Oh, this is so delicious. <laughs> and he's like eating his friend, you know what I mean? Like, how cool is that? It's like, it's so, yes. Yeah. So let's go on. Okay. So we went back. Now we're Now we're skipping forward. We're at the point where Clarence is now no 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 fred was the first one to die 
Right. But you don't know about it. Right. Until another vagrant. So who does he killing this time? Mark? Yeah, let's make it Mark. Because he's like, oh, that's the loose end. Right. Right? So he kills his best buddy, Mark. Who knew where he was his last, I guess, wherever he was last. Right. And maybe he was around his butcher shop. So what does Mark, or so what does Bert use so to maybe, kill wait, Mark? Wait, wait. Hold on. What does Bert use to kill people? Well, I would definitely think a big old fucking cleaver. A right, big but I don't want to. I, I, I mean, I like that, but he, I think he should be creative and use different implements of cookery. Maybe it just depends on what cut he's looking for on the human, and depending on what he's going after, like what muscle or what part of the body, he uses a different knife, like okay. a butcher normally would. Okay. So well, maybe he's like you know almost like Jack the Ripper, where he has like a whole case. Okay, of so different... let's paint the scenery first. Out in the park, Bert's on the prowl to kill Mark. The Fred's friend, two vagrants, Fred, Mark. The Mark's the one that ate the Fredina burger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so uh, Mark's in the park or some shit, and he's drinking, obviously, because, you know, they have to be drinking. Well, I, I see something in my head right now. Let me just get it out real quick. So okay. maybe Fred. Fred was the guy who did all the cleanup around the, the shop when he closed. And this is how they get free food. They, you know, wash the windows, they spray off the sidewalk, they, you know, do all the little mundane things that, you know, you would do when you close shop. Maybe Mark, after eating this Friendino burger, he goes to the alley to enjoy some wine, liquor, whatever his poison is, okay. and notices the blood marks from the back door. Okay, Maybe sure. Maybe there's some kind of trail or something that's off-putting to him to kind of make him think that he's a part of this. But by the time he sees it at night... Right. That's when Mar- or Bert attacks. Exactly. Bert like Maybe he's coming out the back door to throw the trash away, and he's like, dude, did you see this here? Did you, you know? Okay. So anyway, so Mark, or um, I keep saying Mark. So Mark gets killed by Bert while Clarence is watching him. Clarence obviously is keyed in on, on Bert being weird, and it's kind of a bad day for Bert. Right. He talks shit to Clarence and some of the customers more than he would normally Bert goes out back. He tells Clarence to go home. He's like, go home. Go home, kid, you fucking idiot. Fucking come back tomorrow. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> Doesn't think much of it, right? Right. So Bert goes out back into an alleyway of some sort, fucking kills Mark. How does he kill him? Like, what is a brutal way? Well, maybe he like comes out to the back with bags of trash or whatever. Be like, hey, Mark, would you mind taking these to the trash for me? And, uh... But he's drunk. Why would he do that? Why would he ask How some drunk do you got to be not to be able to throw away trash? Why would though? Bert ask him for help if he treats everyone like shit? He wouldn't. He would just go out and murder him. So, oh man, how would he murder him then? So he's. I got it. I got it. All right. Let, so give it to me. So Mark is sitting up in the alleyway or close to the park or whatever. There's like a trash can out there, and it's like park area. So Mark's sitting there drinking. He's like, hey, hey Bert, here you go. You fat fuck, you want some of this? Maybe he's like doing a toast to his friend, Fred. Right, he's like, fucking just drink to Fred, you fucker. And, 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 and uh, Bert takes a swig of it, right? Gives it back to him, and he's like, yeah, I never knew you were so cool, Bert. <laughs> and as he's holding the bottle up and kind of pointing at Bert, All right. Mark is, he takes a hatchet or like a cleaver, like a huge one, like a big one, 
and he just fucking chops off his arm and then he doesn't realize it at first you know what i mean so he's like oh oh oh." maybe he's like where's my juice yeah so so then bert just starts hacking off his arm like really brutally just like, like it's not like a clean cut. He just no. he gets to work at like it. Like he wants him to suffer. Okay. So he's not. He's just like. And then you just start to hear that it goes down into his lung, his left lung or whatever. Like, yeah, and it's like spitting up blood. And then he just like fucking chops off his head. Okay. Bye bye, Mark. <laughs> I guess. But Clarence stuck around for some reason. We don't know why. Maybe he stuck around because. There was a girl that came in the shop earlier that day, and he wanted to kind of meet up with her. And he was like, she said she was going to the book club right next door that night. And, you know, six, seven o'clock at night or whatever. Whatever, it starts to get dark, whatever that okay. is. And he's like waiting near the alleyway, and he sees him kill Mark. Right. Brutally. And this is at like the end of the decapitation, I'm guessing. Right. And as soon as this is, this is the part I vision, envision. Um, so he's peering around the corner watching Mark get killed. He doesn't know what to do. He's, like, scared because he's kind of a pussy. He's a pushover. Right. Um, he's a Melvin. As he, soon as he sees the guy get murdered, Mark, he's like, you got to come with me. The girl comes out the door, and she's like, oh, hey. Hey, Clarence. You know, he's, like, trying to impress her because it's, like, an important moment. He doesn't want to freak her out. Right. And so then he, like, rushes off, and he's like, you got to get away, you got to get away. And she's like, what are you talking about? And she gets in her car, and he's like, just drive, just drive. And he goes back, and what's-his-name's not there. Like, he dragged him inside the, the, the shop. So maybe all you see is, like, the little blood trail really being Right. Now, the door. here's where I think it should be interesting. Remember the cop we were talking about that would come at night to get the freshest meat? Right. He's in on it. Oh, Yeah. He's the guy that protects him from getting caught. Oh, shit. If anybody were to ever report it. Okay. So he runs into that cop. The cop goes in the shop to check on him. Like, okay, kid, calm down. Let's let's do this tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, this no. can wait till tomorrow. Yeah, we can wait till tomorrow. No, he just killed somebody. You got to go in there and check. All right, kid, stay here. Don't move. Don't talk to anybody. Just stay here. He goes inside and you see him talking and he's like, shit, they start to shake hands and stuff. And he looks around, you know, and he's like, oh, fuck, how did he hide it? Well, maybe they show him like kind of like arguing at first, like very fucking heated. And then it just kind of ends up with like a laughter and like a handshake. Maybe it would be funny that they pan to him and he or no, maybe you don't know. Yeah, I don't think you should know that they're like in on the kill together. All right. All right. So he sees him in there, and they start shaking in as he comes out. He's like, I looked around everywhere. I looked at everything. There is not a speck of anything that you're talking about. He's like, oh, yeah? Well, what about the blood outside? And then Bert's out there, like, spraying the ground. He's like, he's just cleaning. He's just cleaning. Right. He's just, yeah, just spraying it out. What's up? Clarence, what are you doing here? I don't understand. <laughs> and then they have, like, this moment of tension between each other. So then, right. so then how does how does... Clarence, he he gets he gets the nerve to go back to the shop while he's closing up to sneak in on him, and maybe Bert sees him come in to try to find out, and they get into a tussle. Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay, so he comes back to the shop. Maybe he has his own set of keys. Okay. Okay. So he goes in and just to see what's going on, looking around, and Bert's still there. 
startles him. You know, Bert kind of starts laying into him like he always does. And then he just... Trying to get him to leave the shop. Right. And then so he's more aggressive than normal. Because right. he's already off the high of killing somebody. So, And then maybe things get a little too heated. And he starts coming down on a little bit harder than normal. And then Clarence is just like, fuck this. I can't take it anymore. And then they start fighting. Maybe he punches him in the face. Or or maybe, okay, maybe maybe Clarence goes to, like, the locker, the meat locker. Okay. To go to reach for it. And then the guy stabs him in the shoulder with, like, a butcher knife. Okay. And he's like, oh, fuck. Maybe it's not too deep, but just enough. Just, yeah. Yeah, like, so it just, it just, it gets him pretty good. Right. But somehow... He grabs the, the, because the, he has like a screwdriver in the lock of the meat locker. Right, because his handle's old and right. it's probably busted. So he's so. just keeping it there to like keep it from them being able to get out or right. anything if any for any reason. Because there, maybe there's other bodies in there. So anyway, he grabs that, jams it into the side of Bert's head. And Bert says something weird as he stabs him in the head. What does he say? Mommy, I like... Cookies. <laughs> like, you know? See, I like that, but I like... Mommy, no rain today. And then he just falls and dies. All right. Just something weird. Right, something weird and it's kind of funny to, yeah, just to break just, shit up Yeah, a bit. like it's got to be silly and dark. Right. Know? Mommy, no rain today. <laughs> what? The bathwater is warm. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy, my tugboat won't fit in you. <laughs> like, and then just... Gah! <laughs> he just falls on the ground and the and the and the screwdriver goes in really far. Oh, so he falls so screwdriver like handle down. Yeah. Alright. And so it like jams further in his head and he's like panicking, like Clarence is panicking, and he like he's like trying to pull it out, like he's like trying to save him or something, and he starts doing CPR and shit, and he's like because he's panicking. He's never killed anybody, he doesn't know what to do. Right. He's like, What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? You know, he just reacted. Okay. And then he's like trying to pull the fucking thing out of his head. <laughs> and then he fucking yanks it and throws it across the room and it loses. So now the police can find this at some point. So it like went under a shelf or right. somewhere like that. Right. right. Okay. Um I think this is coming together pretty good. It's coming together. But we got to we got to jump into Clarence's world now as soon as possible. As far as jumping into Clarence's world, what are we going to be doing with that? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you like, mean? Whatever. Well, like his school life, or just his life in general, or I think he wanted to try to impress a girl. Maybe he saw a girl in the beginning, you know, that he really liked, and she never really gave him the time of day. And maybe she gives him the time of day this time, you know, right? Because he's like in charge of the store. He's like, yeah, I got bumped up to like running the store now. I think I'm going to be like part owner. Like maybe the girl that he's in. Yeah, like likes is like Ra- one of those girls that we'll always dates Ra- like the wrong guy. Or right. Something. We'll call her Rachel. Whatever. It doesn't right. matter. So earlier she's so then he starts serving part what's his name or the vagrant that Mark that he killed. Well needs to be I think there still needs to be that transition period where he doesn't do that. Where oh. it kind of feels like he's just kind of stopped the murdering. So there's meat left over from before and he starts selling it like normal. When he runs out, he has to kill Bert. He has to cut up Bert's meat. Right. So he but starts he, selling Bert's meat and nobody likes it, so then he goes to Mark the Vagrant. Right. Which he didn't want to cut up because that was his buddy. But he's like, fuck, I gotta impress her. Wait, so, didn't we already kill Mark, though? Yes. 
but he keeps the bodies in the room. Ah, okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, first he goes to Bert, feeds him to everybody. Nobody likes it. And he's like, something wrong with the meat this time again. I'm going to have to ask for a, a discount if you guys don't start hooking it up at the local fucking Joe's burger shop. Right. Whatever. So he starts chopping up uh, Mark, and people start liking it again. And that's when he comes to the conclusion that only the people that drank... Like have that special tenderized meat. Yes, like the heavy drinkers. Right. So now Clarence is out on the prowl to kill vagrants, and he doesn't know how to do it at first. Like, he's scared about it. So he kind of, like, fumbles about. Right. Like, he doesn't know how to do it, so he's, like, hitting him on the head with shit, and they're not going down. Yeah, I almost want to say, like, during these kind of scenes where he's, like, trying to kill somebody, he's like, oops, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's hitting him on the head, and he's, like, banging it, banging it. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's like, what do you mean you're sorry? You're hitting me. Stop. We'll just die. If you're sorry, stop hitting me. <laughs> and so finally, he's, like, finally hitting the guy on the head, and he's like, stop hitting me. And he just, until he finally dies, and the guy, he's like, oh, my God, thank God it's over. And then the guy's like, hey, you. And he's like, Bang. And then he just starts banging on his head, like, over and over and over again with this pan until it's just mush. Because <laughs> he, he's like, he's gone too far at this point. Yeah, we can make that scene so funny. And I wish we really made movies. Um, <laughs> so he brings him back. Are we going to do, like, a long, awkward moment of him No, we just got to find people that he's just starting to kill. Like, and come up with, like, two or, two more kills. Okay. And then an ending. So maybe, uh, what about his, his the girl that he has an interest in? Maybe she, you know, maybe she's always in the in the habit of dating the wrong guy. And maybe one of her friends told her, maybe you should date that guy. That guy's been after you for years now. She was like, so, maybe she tries to get some, like, free meat off of him. Okay. She tried to work that angle, you know, somehow. And goes in. She was like, you know, a girl does like to go out and eat sometime. Or at least have some of Bert's meat. <laughs> you know, it's all suggestive. Right. right. And then, um, and so then he's like, God damn it, I gotta get more meat. I gotta get more meat. Like, what am I gonna do? So, like, maybe, like, there's, like, a whole gaggle of fucking homeless people, you know, like, vagrants or whatever, that are having, a, like, a hobo party or whatever the fuck under the bridge or some shit. And he goes out there and he's, like, tranking them or something or tries to, like, some of them get away. Maybe he just tries to do like a mass, like just he comes in with like an old Cadillac or some big steel fucking old car and just tries to like mow them all down at once. Okay. And maybe one gets away, and this is a person who kind of informs maybe the corrupt cop. Right, but they're like, he's a drunk idiot. Right. He's a drunk idiot in the town, you know. Right. Oh yeah, where's all the fucking homeless people, you asshole? So so this is my thought. So he does that. He mows people down in this old Cadillac that he has. All right. One gets away, tells this other, what are we going to name this cop? Vinny uh, or Brent. Brent. He and this one vagrant gets away and tells actually runs into Brent and tells him and Brent ends up killing him and then comes back to the butcher shop. And it's Clarence. He doesn't know that Bert is has is dead. dead yet. Right. right. And then he starts asking about him. And so maybe they get into a tussle when he kind of figures out his story is false. Right. Like he doesn't answer the questions. Right. right. And then maybe he says a trigger word that maybe fucking Bert used to use all the time on him. And he just kind of loses his shit. 
Right. Okay, so what if the cop finds out they get into a fight together, but then after all of it, become friends and start this new business called Clarence and Brent, or Brent and Clarence? You can do it that way. I, I was trying to get to the point where like they got into a tussle, and I just I, I really wanted to see someone's face get put into one of those meat slicers. And just fucking slice and slice. And what slice if, the what bone. if, like, Clarence doesn't know that <clears throat> he was in on it, but the cop's coming after him, right? Right. So then, like, he's chasing after him. He's trying to escape. And then they somehow figure out that, you know, whatever. And then, like, uh, Clarence is trying to hide behind a vagrant because he knows the cop won't shoot him. But the cop shoots the vagrant. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And okay. It, and then he's like, you're not going to shoot a... You know what I mean? Like, you'll never get me. You know? Like, I, I know I went too far, but he was murdering people, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and then the cop, just, Brent, just shoots the fucking vagrant in the head, and he was like, why didn't you just say so? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just getting free meat for this, and I wanted to take it home to my family and shit. You know what I mean? Right. And we could work this out. <laughs> and so then at the end of the movie, um, like, so maybe, like... There's this like montage of them working together, the cop like and him. happy music and yes, everything about exactly. them. Like, I want to see like him like making sausages and shit. And he's like sticking a dude's head in like the the grinder, you know. And he's like, together we're friends and everything's happy. There definitely has to be a scene with the slicer. Someone's face has to right, go in the yeah. slicer. And they're like high fiving, like <laughs> slicing a human head. <laughs> no, I think that'd be great. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> So, but but there's got to be something. The chick. Okay. Maybe he ends up hooking up. Brent starts hooking up with the chick. All right. On the side, even though he has a family, and then Clarence finds out about it, and then he has like Brentina burgers or whatever the fuck. So he kills both of them. Maybe. Oh yeah, Rachel and Brent. So, hmm. Yeah, maybe it's called Love Burgers. <laughs> By the end, and it's like a huge hit. Like, for some reason, he makes them like drink for hours or for days, you know what I mean? In the fucking... maybe they call it like love meat and like, yeah, he packages up like a heart, you know? Yeah, and then he like it's like she has this tender moment with fucking Clarence. She's like, I'm sorry, I just I never thought you would like me. And then he's like, and then he's like, uh, he kind of you see his face turn like sympathetic. Right. But then he's like, ah, shut up. And he just shoots her in the head. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then it's like, together again, it's Joe and me. You know, like, it's that music at the very end of the movie. Right. And he's just handing out burgers and, like, everybody's rushing. The sh- the- like, he quit being a cop to run the yeah. butcher shop. No, 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 time. no. Brent and him die. They die. Rachel and Brent die. Okay. So he's selling the Love Burgers, which is the mix of them two, and it's like a huge hit, and like everybody loves it because apparently love makes the burgers taste better. Whatever, and it's like that happy music, right? And everybody's rushing in. So is Clarence and Rachel dying? And no, they- no, Clarence kills Brent and Rachel because Brent cheated on. Brent started seeing Rachel on the side, and Clarence gets mad and locks him up in the fucking thing. Oh. I was like, who are you talking about? Okay, I got confused right there. Okay, so I like that, but like, I think there should be a scene, like maybe like a, like a quick three-minute scene of just them being in love and just drunk off their ass, 
You know, he says it keeps on like feeding them alcohol. But as long as they're tied in that room or whatever, maybe right. they, like they really are in love, you know, or yeah. whatever. Brent and her, and then he kills her because she tries to be sympathetic with him, as and he knows it's a lie somehow. Right, and he's like, "Oh, shut the fuck up!" Or he comes in, he's like, "Oh, you guys are so in love," and she's like, "Brent." I'm sorry, my true love is really you. And he's like, shut the fuck up. Shoots her in the hand, and then you just see him handing out burgers with a smile to everybody. And, like, kids are running inside, and it's like, together again, together again. It's the chop shop, you know, it's the shop around, the chop shop around the corner. Right. At the very end, though, somebody else comes in and finds a bloody screwdriver. Like, yeah, like the screwdriver. Like, with was... a ring, and it just leaves it open. There we go. Like, maybe when he stabbed Bert in the head, like, a ring fell off his finger and rolled with the fucking thing or whatever the fuck. And that's what they find it. And so it's like, everything's not happy. You know what I mean? Like, right. what happens? No, I like it. Yeah? No, it's good. I think it's funny. I think it's a good... Yeah, it definitely I think it could be... Funny. It's a low-budget idea that could do really well. Oh, yeah. Like, very independent thing, but... I don't know. I mean, if it, if it was done right... There was a lot of scenes in there that I think I have fun with. Yeah, totally, dude. I, I We always end up going humorous, like, because that's just our style, I guess. That's just what I like anyways. Right. So what are we going to come up with a catchphrase here? Or the, not catchphrase, but the slogan or the, you know, tagline. What about something uh, like, something, uh, like organic or farm fresh or something like that? Yeah. Try to work that in somehow. Um, every human loves Burt's Burgers, Burt's, Burt's Meat. The freshest meat on two legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the best meat tastes, or the, the best meat is drunk meat or some shit like that. <laughs> Something like it, but it has to be Burt because we don't want to divulge the whole plot in the tagline. Right. Like you just want to know the beginning sort of thing. Burt's got the best burgers in town. Even the toughest meat has yeah. the softest center. I don't know. <laughs> That's a little yeah, weird. Yeah, that is weird. That's weird. How about uh, just something simple? Okay. Because we don't need to divulge the plot. Just just enough that to say that it's like somebody's getting eaten, you know, like human meat. Right. Beats or Bert's special meat isn't what you think it is, or you know what I mean? Something like that. Right. The freshest meat. You can just you want to do something cheesy, just like the freshest meat in town, or the freshest meat in. Drunk meat is the best meat. Drunk meat is the best meat. I think it's easy. It's done. It's to the it point. Yeah, like the movie's better than the tagline. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like it's fine. Right. Okay. Drunk meat is the best meat. Drunk meat is the best meat. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for uh, grave plots. So. Technically, now, guys, what we're going to be doing is this Thursday. So today is Monday when this airs. You're going to have a full three days to check this part out, part one, the pregame for Shadows of the Ripper. And then on Thursday, you can check out part two of Shadows of the Ripper, which will go into detail about all movies of the Ripper. We're going to be doing Time After Time, From Hell, and Lucio Fulci's The New York Ripper. So all movies about a ripper of sorts. So you're going to want to check that out. But until Thursday, guys, thank you so much for stopping by. We want to give a special shout out to the Horror Movie Night podcast for giving the suggestion. We also want to give a big shout out to Stereaka uh, on Horror Amino for suggesting the chop around the corner, which ended up being pretty good. 
Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I actually think that was a good idea. It kind of led us in the right direction. It's kind of open ended in a little way, so it didn't like push us too close to something. Right. So congratulations to you, Stereoka. I'm going to be hitting you up today, which is Monday. Um, so if you don't hit us back, we're going to do a spin again and see who wins. And we'll hit you up if that happens and give you a shout out on the next one. And maybe we'll use that one as a uh, right. grave plots for the next week if that uh, if we don't hear back from Stereoka. And if you end up do buying a Blu-ray, just let us know what you got. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Share your Blu-ray on Horamino on whatever, and make sure you, like, you know, give our name out, because that's pretty much why we're doing this, to spread the love, spread the horror. But, yeah, thank you guys so much, all of you who entered into the contest. Thank you so much for being a part of what we love to do here. And I hope uh, that you stick around for next time, because we will be doing more contests like this. If you haven't already, please go to longlivethevoid.com and fill out our section for the BTV VIP club, which will actually help you for future contests. We're not sure when we're going to kick that off yet, but you're going to want to sign up for that. You can look up the VIP club on the website. But yeah, man, that was fun, dude. That I had was a good fun. Time. Yeah, dude, it was really good. Be sure to stick around for Thursday, just in a couple of days, part two episode for you for the Shadow of the Ripper. See you guys on Thursday. Later, guys. Thursday for part two of Shadows of the Ripper.